afternoon, everyone, and welcome back for another Kingdom Conversation with Lansing Lee and friends, I'm going to say. Um, we are very excited to continue uh, something that we, we have just begun. We started last week. It's basically a Kingdom business well, business and wealth and dreams and visions type of conversation. And even though that's not the actual title, it's some of the directions that we're going to be going in. We're going to look at the point, how God views, not just money, but business, handling his business, because that's the thing that Jesus said, I must be about my father's business. We're going to look at our own lives. We're going to look at how we are in this kingdom age to be able to bring forth the wealth that we were in, we were put into the earth to create. And it does tie in really with a, a monthly loving unity, uh, kingdom wealth and kingdom business call that takes place. It's a Zoom call. And as we go on, if, if that's something that some of you are interested in, we'll be sure to have the links on the on the week when that is taking place. And um, also what we want to do is to be able to fire you up. We're fire starters. And we believe that those that are called of God to uh, benefit the family, which is all of us, the, everything that each of us do, our decisions, our, our lifestyle, all of that is about expanding the vision of the kingdom, expanding the kingdom territory and the family to influence the lives of others, not to take over, but to bring out the gold and to bring them out of the places of poverty and despair and sickness and disease and to come into the things of the kingdom of God. And so that's what we look forward to. And that is actually my prayer today is that ears are open to hear, hearts are open to receive, eyes are open to see. And that the religious things of life and the beliefs that we have had that have held us back are challenged by the truth. This is what we pray and release over you all in the name of Jesus. I'm welcoming back my friend, my business partner. She's my co-host on uh, Divinely Designed 21st Century Women. We work together in certain types of things. She's actually a mentor for me in certain things. And um, I think that she's one of the most tremendous treasures that we have ever known in the kingdom of God. So Sochi Rodriguez, please come back and come and say hi, and let's just have this conversation. Thanks so much for being here. And uh, I mentioned, uh, I think last week, but I'll say it again, we're going to be doing this as a series, and then we're going to take it on at least once a month starting in the 2023 year. So, you know, when we left off last time, we talked about fear, and we just talked about challenging, really, people looking at the idea that um, they're afraid of money or they're afraid. Maybe they've been burned because you were talking about your rise, your fall, your rise, your fall. And I think one of the things that starts to eradicate is the fear of being without because you know that you have had wealth. You know that you have walked in abundance or in supply. So when the supply gets low, you're not afraid of, of being in that state because you can see it as temporary. And I think one of the things, as I listen to you share, you got to a place in life, if I'm correct, where being without became the anomaly because you're more used to being with where, how your business mentor taught you to carry a certain amount to be able to fund certain things you develop, started to develop a mindset of plenty and of supply. And so that when the down times, the downward spiral after the first one, and then the second one, and then the third one, it's like, oh, is this how it is? Okay. Um, you, you, you got to a place where you became unafraid of being without. And see, I think that that's the transition over into the kingdom mindset 
when you come to the day where all of a sudden you see, hey, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or God's seed begging for bread. This is going to be all right. It really is. And that was the last word that you left with the folks. So do you want to step into some of that before we expand out and find out where else we're going to go? Yes, I, I think it is important to acknowledge that that fear, if we let it, will absolutely paralyze us. And even, even though I've been able to learn a new, new way of thought, the kingdom way of business, the thoughts of I was a have-been or a has-been, you know, it's like the best I've already lived. It cannot get better for me. You know, those, those, those thoughts try to creep in to keep me down, to keep me um, below what God has desired for me. And so if I choose to listen to the doubt, to listen to those words, I'd never get an opportunity to move ahead. I'd never be able to help other people. Right? So, I, so I acknowledge that those thoughts come in, that fear, try creep in and control and limit what I do. And, and for a long time, it did. And we didn't even touch on the IRS, you know, which was, which is another, another piece of, well, I make money, but then the IRS bites into it. And, and not, not only like I pay, but audit. And it's like, no, here's my receipts. Here's it. Here's that. And they keep going and they keep they keep digging and they wear you down to the point, not everybody, not all of them, I'm sure, but you know, I, it did happen to me where they kept wearing me down and wearing me down and bill after bill and, and interest rates. And it's like, what is all of this to make me, to make me question, is it worth everything that I'm doing to have a monthly tax payment because the IRS would not let up and kept digging and digging and digging and digging and digging until they found a gray area and it's like, here it is. You know, so so those types of things will will try to come in and just step on me, keep me down. But wow. the mindset, the kingdom wealth, if I if I don't do what God has called me to do. Other people are going to be subjected to those tears. Other people are going to be crying the way I cried. Other people are going to be living in lack because there's no one there to say, hey, you could do this. So. That's good. You know, I'm taking notes here and because um, I'm listening to the, what the Holy Spirit is saying, even as you're sharing. And again, I think fear is something that we're going to be talking about ongoing through this, because when you said that, it, it tells you like the, the, the adversary wants to weary the saints to uh, the but the scripture tells us do not become weary in doing well. Uh, you're going to prevail. It is going to happen. You know, you know that if you will per persevere, you will reap. You, you will. You really will reap. And we wonder, we question, is it a. Uh, is it worth it? Well, I think that the reason that we would question it is because we have no vision. Again, we, we talked about because so many people look at for money. But the problem with that is, is that it, it, it's a tunnel vision. And, 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 and it should not be because the vision that God has, if I, I want to establish my, um, 
my covenant in the earth. Well, when you look at the covenant, what, what are you talking about? You're talking about the salvation. You're talking about everything that has to do with Sozo or Soteria. You're looking at the wealth. You're looking at the health. You're looking at the uh, people being fed. Um, you're looking at all of the different aspects of life. You'll just have to hear my phone in the background. I forgot to pick it up. But you know what? It's seriously, I, I don't know what it is. I never seem to go in the air without my phone ringing. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, but, but here, I want to create, to establish my covenant in the earth. This is what it is that he wants to do. But if all we see is money, we have no vision. We don't have the vision that we need. It's not, not, not the 2020 ability to see, but it is hearing the vision of God. What is your vision for this? I've heard my apostles say this, and it is so true. You know, for every dollar that you get that comes through the kingdom, that dollar has an assignment. And I love teaching on that, that the money is a sign. There's, there's wealth that is assigned to us in order to fulfill, to establish the covenant of God. There is wealth that is, that is, um, uh, that is there for us. I'm sorry. I, golly, yeah, my phone rings and my thing goes, um, but there's wealth that is assigned. And it's like, when you're going to do, when you're going to create the vision, when you're going to, and I'm getting a little ahead, but I like that. Um, when you're going to do what he wants done. He pays for it. And I wrote this note, perfect love is what casts out the fear. So as we talk about fear and the torment of fear, whether it be through a, a government entity or it has to do with the thieves around you or family members are being swindled or hiring the wrong person. Well, when we look at it from the kingdom perspective, we're going to look at, you know, how to know them after the flesh, not just the resume and not just the, the, um, the reputation that they have. You, you have to have to know them by the, I'm sorry, not know them after the flesh, but to know them by the spirit and be able to look beyond the resume, look beyond the, the reputation, look beyond the track record of, of doing well, doing well, doing well, doing above and beyond or doing well by doing dirty. Because there are things that you'll be able to see, whether it's the, the heart of the person, um, do you, do you give to get, uh, you know, or do you give to give and then you get because you give and what is motive? Um, because it, it truly talent you can find, you can train, you can refine, you can do all of those different things, but heart and integrity, these are the kingdom for the principles of the King himself and perfect love will get rid of the torment. It's like, okay, if you're coming at me, come. Because we won't find anything because God, what God has given, he has preventive measures. What we create, he teaches us to protect. And we have kingdom principles that we have maybe overlooked his wisdom, his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding. These are protectors. These are shields that allow us to expand our understanding. I mean, when you get the un get knowledge and get understanding of how these things are working, many people make money, they make it and they work for it. So money is their employer. But when we create it, we also get to look into the mystery of how it works. We get the mechanics of it and we begin to see it from the, from, from the only point of view that is worth seeing it from, from God's point of view. So I, I'm looking forward to, you know, sharing the wisdoms and we know, therefore, we're going to come to the Proverbs. We're going to come to um, the various scriptures that are, are talking about 
who he is and what he does. Here's one that I'd like you to, to do something with. Let's just have some fun with this because we are going to be, again, Deuteronomy 8.18. I don't know that we have any one particular scripture that we could say that this whole conversation is based on, though I do like Deuteronomy 8.18, that it is God. You will understand if you choose not to, in that whole passage, you choose not to think that you're the all that, but you give at you attribute everything that is happening, giving him the preeminence, which is Matthew 6.33. Also seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these other things shall be added. That is a wealth creation, um, wisdom, the knowledge that he does. But what, so what would you do with this? This is a thought. Um, Psalm 23, verses one, verse one, and also verse six, Psalm 23, one is the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Um, but if you would say that I lift up my mind and my heart to beware and to understand and to know that I am, the I am is the source and the substance of all my good. He maketh me to um, walk in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He leads me. If you were to just have that or any other um, type of scripture like that, where where do you think you would have been uh, how do you think things might have been different? Because that's a turnkey for people to say, this is the difference. This is the direction that we're going to head into. That's a loaded question. And I love it because I do see or God gave me the wealth. God did that. Not me. I didn't open up those doors. God did that. Right. So I attribute all of the success to him, even though I was not living a kingdom life. So it says a lot about his grace, his mercy, and his plan. I do wonder, have thought, what would my life be like had I been introduced to a kingdom life 10 years ago? My life would be so different. But, and, and, and when I think about it, it's not only my life, but I think of all the lives that I didn't get to share because I wanted to go into hiding. I wanted to live a semi-retired life. I actually left the state and went to a semi-retirement community because I, didn't, I was tired of people. I was tired of employees. I was tired drive into San Francisco and back. You know, There are a lot of earthly things that, I just went away. And I think that I stayed in California. Had, had I done different things, had I, had I known to listen, had I known to pray, had I known to, to live a kingdom life, I really believe that a lot of people's lives would have been changed. Not, not because of me, but because of him. Because if I was obedient, I probably would have opened up a different business. I probably would have went into consulting a lot sooner. I would have done more and been able to change the, help change the lives of other people versus me living my life. So I, that, 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 I think that that is um, 
that is something that I do think about. It's like, wow. And But I also know that he's redeemed time. Right. Exactly. If I didn't step up, somebody else did. Somebody else helped those small businesses. Somebody else helped those owners. Somebody else helped whomever. And all along, he has still brought people into my life to say, hey, this this is who's going to teach you this right now. This is this is your apostle. This is how she works. This is what she does. It's like okay, <laughs> I listen. <laughs> it goes back to what we talked about last week. It goes to obedience. You know what life is when we're not obedient. What life is when we are. What a difference! Yes. And I love the fact that you, you know, there is, there's nothing to regret in that because there's the opportunity to be who you are now and say, well, I'm not going to say that the past is in vain because I extract the lessons that I needed to learn. And the fact that I, I couldn't bring that to the table because it was, it would have just come under good works. It would have come under religious acts, but it wasn't, it, it was not going to come under the authenticity last. Have you noticed that? When it's really the genuine article, it lasts. I mean, we're going to get into at some point the supernatural aspect of this. It's all supernatural when you're talking about wealth creation and, you know, visions and dreams. But the reason that I actually brought that question up is like, why would you even want to look back? It's like to look back and to actually see what the Lord has done and to reflect on the fact that what you or I may regret, God is not regretting. He's not languishing in the past of our behavior going, oh, if only you had done this and so. We're the only ones that do that. And I would add, I would say this, it, it was a setup, but you know that, and, and, and I know you'll slam it. <laughs> because the truth is, is that if you have that mindset while you're do, trying to do kingdom business, you won't be able to do kingdom business because you will still be like Lot's wife looking back at what used to be. You'll be like the children of Israel were, as they call, you know, coming out of Egypt, out of captivity, out of bondage. But because things are hard where we are, we look back at the, our captivity and we think, well, it wasn't so bad after all. And you cannot move forward in the things of the kingdom with the regret for the things of the world. You know, well, I, if only I hadn't been a harlot, if only I hadn't done this, if only I hadn't done that, it's like, sweetheart, don't live in the if only. Yes. Live in the now, because kingdom is now and actually future, what we call future, which is timeless. And I think that those are, are, are uh, some of the takeaways that we want people to have you know, as we're, as this is, we're building this, we're, we're going to go step by step um, as, as we're taking this on. First of all, we talked about fear and now we're saying you cannot regret. You can look back. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't set her up to say, oh, you did bad. No, it was genuine. And I have those things too. You keep looking, but it, it, it stops you because you've always got that you're carrying the guilt of it or the shame of it, or the regret of it. And all of those are anchors that are designed to weigh you down and to prohibit you or me or whoever it is from moving forward. And 
Here's another thing. I, I, and I know you have something to say on this. You'll start to make your business decisions based on emotion. And you don't make them on emotion and you don't even make them really on what's the black and white or the red when you when you're looking not in the kingdom that's how you do it in a in a business school mindset but you do it in the kingdom according to what the king says yes yes business functions very different when we are listening and when we are being obedient i've been able to see that with people and let me back up for a moment on building wealth, right? As you said last week, it's it's not money. It's by, money is one, one aspect of it, but the wealth of changing someone else's life, the wealth of the impact that they're going to have on more people. This wealth is, is when I first heard about and it was prophesied over me and said over me about wealth. Really had to think about that. My, my brain had to, had to think about it because it's like, what exactly does that mean? You know, and, and, and as I'm living, it's like I'm seeing wealth in so many areas because it's the wealth of the heart. Because when, when we are obedient in business and we see what happened, there's so much joy and wealth that is released there and for the other people that might be involved. It's like everybody gets a piece of this wealth. And it doesn't limit it to money. A wealth of laughter, a wealth of time being that we get to spend together, a wealth, be it in travel, if one enjoys that kind of thing, a wealth in <laughs> a wealth in new relationships, new friendships. Wealth is not limited to, to a, a bank account. Wealth is, breaks down all those barriers of limiting things and, and opening it up to so much more. That, that wealth of when you see someone, you meet them, it's like you love them. You don't see them again for six months, a year. You see them again and it's like love, that same wealth, that same joy. And it just expands. Yeah. I wanted to clarify that on, on the wealth that it's, it's not a dollar. It's not an, an amount. It's not measurable. It's not. I wrote down some others. Let's let's go into dreams for just a moment, you know, because let's look at, okay, it's abundance. As you said, it is wealth, but, as, and I love your description and I, I, I won't, but what she said, <laughs> um, it's also health. Yes. It's, it's laughter. It's the release of joy. Um, the idea that your goodwill, I can actually see to it that nobody in the city goes hungry. 
I can actually see to it, whether we buy tiny houses or we do this or we, that not a single individual in the city will be homeless in this, that everybody has coats to spare if they need to. One, if that's all they want more, and they'll have more than one pair of shoes. I get to be a part and it's always part because you've got to partner with somebody. You can't be the person doling this thing out. That's the same principle we saw with Moses being able to being told by his father-in-law, hey, you better assign some kings and captains and, and captains and, and lieutenants or whatever it is to dispense everything that's here. Because once the overflow begins, you got to call your partners in. There's that one too with the fishing. You got to call your partners and come and help because this is more than, you know, and that's our ministry name, more than enough. This is more than I, I don't have capacity to be able to do this by myself. And so it is the betterment, the engaging of life, of other people's lives. It's also, I mean, come on, food, clothing, shelter, the basics of life that I get to be a part of the con contribution into, so that no one goes without. That's a dream come true. And then my the other dreams to own this kind of store, to paint this or to pay for trips for people to do this, to contribute. And it's not me bankrolling. It's being a part, to, to be a part of a team of people or a, a, a community of people. They want to help do, I, and you don't have to prostitute yourself. You don't have to do this and so. You don't have to rob to get because beyond your ability to hold a gun is your ability to draw this or to do that. I mean, come on, there are gang members that have talents and giftings. And, and there are, are people that work the streets that have the ability to do things. We need their ingenuity. They're problem solvers. They watch the things that happen in the society while they're supposedly on the outside, which they're not. And they know how to do things that the rest of us are like toiling and struggling. But the solution is right there on the corner wearing a jacket and smelling the to, to smelling all over the place. But that man or that woman or that runaway teen has an answer that we have need of. We can help people to do, to be, to become what God has always dreamt. And that's the biggest part of wealth to me. The greatest treasure is the word of God, but the greatest pleasure is to fulfill the dreams of the father. That's what the whole thing to establish his covenant, to make his dreams come true. And we get to be a part of that. And I, I just, I, I get all, oh, just, I'm looking at, can we get, who wants to go to college? It's paid for. Who wants to do a, has anybody ever wanted to do a $1,000 shopping spree in Walmart? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know? have at it just for fun, you know, just for fun. The realization, yes, the vacations, the travel, but it's wealth is so much more. And why wouldn't you want it? Because this is the dream of the king. This is the, the establishing of this kingdom. I'm going to give you your 30 seconds to I, I agree with what you said. I love everything you said. I just love it. Love it. Love it. Because everybody does have a piece. Yes. Yeah, they get their healings. They're, we're not talking about a governmental taking care of the, no, I mean, letting the healing come forth. And and you know, when you have a happy people, they're, they're more inclined to trust for health, which is sometimes the greatest wealth. Okay, we're about out of time. My timer just went off. We're having fun. Write your dreams down. Get Be a part of this. It's not just talk. 
the Kingdom Conversation. We're going to continue it again next week. And we thank y'all for being here. We're looking forward to your comments. See you next time. <laughs> thank you, Sochi. Thank you.